All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Monday, August 14th of 2023 here. First show of the week. We do this show Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Happy to be back after the weekend here. Hope you guys all had a good weekend. Enjoyed some golf over the weekend. I know we had Lucas Glover taking down his second tournament in a row, continuing uh, his his hot streak, his confidence streak here. So it was a fun tournament to watch. We do have golf again on Thursday, and then we also have an eight-game MLB main slate later today. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSims, the show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways. First, you can post them in the YouTube chat. Second, you can post them in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. And lastly, you can send us an email, support at sabersim.com. We will get to all the questions before the end of the show, as always. And if you want to post your questions in the Discord in the Office Hours channel, there is a link in the description below to join the Discord if you are not already in it. Along with that, you get access to all of our similar channels, see when lineups are released, see when players are scratched, see when Sims run for that updated news. Um, secondly, you get access to all of the individual sport channels, uh, get to interact with other members of the community, other members of the Saberson team here. Can't say enough good things about the Discord. But with that being said, can get the app pulled up here. A couple questions to get us going today. We have two questions here in the Office Hours channel. We have one via support. I'm going to start with this one from support, but if anybody is tuning in, has a question on their mind, something they were thinking about over the weekend, now is always a great time to get those in the queue. But first question from support said, hey, is there someone who could help me with the custom metric ROI? Not really understanding the difference between rank and value. So it's a great question. Uh, for those of you on the pro plan wanting to mess around with custom metrics here, uh, the rank and value really applies to to all drop down options here, not just ROI. ROI is just one example of that here. So ROI is a metric that you uh, can get after running contest sims here. We're not on the beta. We're not doing the demo on the beta, but I'm going to explain what rank and value do in terms of any variable that you can uh, take and, and use it in your custom metrics here, right? So I'm in the post build. I'm going to create a custom metric. So I'm going to go to my sorting methods here. going to go down to add metric here. And then now this is where I can start adding my variables, right? And I can put as many variables as I want in this custom metric. Uh, what I can do here. So let's say that I want to look at the lineups uh, projection. One of the best ways that I always talk about, hey, if you want to get used to custom metrics, you want to learn how to start doing them, recreate a metric that's already on the home screen and see if you can do that and see if you can, you know, look at it from six different angles and then know what it is each and every time and, and figure out how to use it, right? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to recreate this projected score metric. So go to my custom metrics, go to my projection. When I go to my projection, I want to do the sum, the sum of the players here, right? So now I have a couple of options in this last dropdown. Rank, value, normalize value. What value does? Value is the actual calculation. It will take all of the players' projections and add them all together. So when I save that, this my metric is the custom metric we just created. It is 108.4. Projected score is also 108.4. So that is all matching with me so far. So I'm going to go back to my metric. When I change this to rank, couple things here so there's rank descending and there's rank ascending 
what what is going on? Well, let's talk about rank first. So rank, what rank does is it looks at how many lineups are in your pool, and then it gives it a score from one to five hundred and forty-four, which is which is how many lineups are in my pool, right? So if you have 544 lineups, it's going to grade them one through 544. If you have 5,000 lineups, it's going to grade them one through 5,000. So then when I go back to this metric here and I go to sum, I go to rank. And then if I go to descending and I hit save, the my metric is going to say, hey, this is the 79th ranked lineup here. So let's actually go to, let's sort by projected score now. We can see what it looks like. So when I go projected score and these are... Uh, sorting high to low. So this 114.2 projected score lineup is my highest projected score lineup. The my my custom metric that I created gives it a rank of one, saying saying, hey, this is the number one highest projected score lineup. That's for descending, right? If I go to ascending, then what it's going to do instead of giving it a one, it is going to give it um the the highest number here and these two these two lineups are tied for projected score so i don't know how it breaks the tie determining uh which one gets 544 and which one gets 543 but but either way then now it's going to say hey this is the the highest scoring lineup so a couple of different ways to look at it i like to look at it like hey my my number one lineup is my highest scoring one i talked to jordan about this and he said no i like where my projected score is a big number. I want my metric to also be a big number, right? So that's the difference between value, rank, and then rank ascending and descending here. And then lastly, just to you know not leave anything out, our last option here was normalize out of 100. Basically what this does is it will give your highest projected score lineup a score of 100 here. And then it will look at how many projected scores there are and then um, – Normalizing it means that you're just making 100 the highest score possible, and then every other uh, lineup will get a score below 100 here. So then if I go to my metric, I go to uh, the rank value normalize option, I click normalize, the ascending, descending goes away. When I save this here, these two highest projecting score lineups get a score of 100, and then it starts to go down from there, 99.4, 99.4, 99.2 etc here so that is what normalize does so figure out you know what you're trying to accomplish and then figure out what is the best option for you here i think they all have merit in different um you know formulas or or situations here so figure out what what you want to do there but i hope that gives you a solid understanding of the differences between the three options here and then uh this question did come from support so we'll make sure to get a timestamp recording of this question being answered back over to you thanks for the question all right Second question here, a quick one from Sammy. Sammy said, is Saberton going to have another mini-match challenge? So I know a lot of people are getting really excited for NFL season with all the preseason games and, uh, uh, you know, kickoff is uh, September 10th, I believe. So less than a month away here from NFL contest starting. I will tell you guys, you know, we are going to have something for you guys. I I know that for sure. Uh, What exactly, to be determined, you know, I I don't want to release any more details than I'm supposed to here, but be on the lookout. We will definitely have some promotion for you guys here in the near future, letting everybody know, giving you guys ample time to sign up and and get, get all squared away. So be on the lookout. All right. Next question here from G side. 
Question says, with NFL week one around the corner, what are your recommendations for mini uniques? I know for MLB, Jordan recommends one below the max. Is there a number you like to start at? Does slate and tournament size affect that decision? Thank you. Okay, great question here. Uh, so we don't have any projections for football yet, but I'm just going to give kind of my thoughts on mini uniques in general here. So as a default, um, when I am playing, you know, more than one lineup, I like to at least start as a starting point of half of the players in my lineup being unique. So if there are 10 players in my lineup. I like to bump this up to five. Um, preface this by I, I am specifically speaking on classic slates here. I am not speaking around showdown strategy. So just want to throw that out there. But I would like to use uh, that the halfway mark as a good starting point here. You know, it, it never really takes you too far down in your pool and that just tells you that your pool is already very diverse uh, as it is, right? In our top 63 lineups, there are at least 20 lineups here where they have at least five players different from every other lineup. So uh, the Sim Diversity slider is, is handling a lot of that for you here, uh, hence the word diversity in, in the slider name here. So we made a change from Sim Variance to Sim Diversity a while back here, and it does make your pool a lot more diverse right out of the gate. But overall, I think that this is a fair starting point. And then you can determine... Um, what you value from here, right? Do you value mini uniques and getting as diverse as possible, right? You might want to take that to the max and, and max that out, right? You might want to leave this at halfway and say, hey, I want to take some stands on the slate. Um, you know, it looks like we love Arizona tonight. I saw their implied run total was like 7.4 or something like that. So no surprise that we are top three, four, five, six, seven, our top eight exposures here are all Arizona batters here, uh, which is pretty crazy right out of the gate. So going to be an interesting night uh, to say the least here. But but I think that, you know, half is, is a good starting point, and then you can figure out if you want to go more, if you want to go less. Um, one thing that I like to do is, is, you know, maybe make that starting point adjustment and then go look at other things. Go look at stack types, team stacks, players. And then if you get back to a point where, hey, I've made some other adjustments, I'm still not that far down in my pool. Um, I'm willing to go farther in my pool for the sake of diversity. Well, then, hey, now, now that I've kind of confirmed that I'm getting the other components of my uh, portfolio that I want, let me go in and, and actually increase sim diversity or, I'm sorry, increase mini uniques a little more and get a little more diverse. So I think I think that's a decent approach, right? Um, basically, you know, do the right to left approach. Start with mini uniques, stack types, game stacks, team stacks, players, and then circle back to mini uniques uh, kind of at, at the last point and saying, um, you know, am I okay with this number? Do I want to adjust it any further, right? So I like that a lot. All right. Uh, see a couple of people rolling in here. Uh, I believe it's Sammy. Sammy said, sorry, join the stream late. Sammy, I was just saying, hey, we're going to have, we're definitely going to have some promotion for NFL, uh, what that is going to be exactly. Uh, we will let you guys know in coming weeks, but we'll make sure to give everyone enough time to get signed up ahead of uh, September 10th, which is uh, the first Sunday kickoff here. All right. Um, before I move on from, or, or, I think we just answered G-Side's question here about mini uniques. So if there's any follow-up on that, just let me know. Going to circle back to this question from Samuel B. This is a comment on the support question here. Said, sounds like custom metrics may be the separator from constant winners and losers. Um, I, I would say that, you know, I would be a little careful 
with custom metrics. And, and one of the reasons for that is because we do a lot of testing to get you Saber scores, right? We are back testing contests. We are figuring out, you know, um, what, what variables are important, what weights these variables should be weighted at. Uh, should we normalize them? Should we just use the actual value? Should we use rank, right? Um, so a lot of work goes into these. I always tell people if you want to experiment with custom metrics, then I would take the Sabre score formula that you see and use this as a starting point and, you know, possibly start by adjusting the weights, um, maybe move on to adding a variable or getting rid of a variable or figuring out, you know, what you uh, prefer your lineups to look like, right? And then as you're doing this, see if the lineups are moving in a way where it actually uh, passes the eye test for you, right? So I think custom metrics are, uh, can add value in, in the right person's hands here. But I think that, you know, I would consider it more of a nice to have rather than like a uh, need, right? So uh, think of it along those lines, but but there are definitely ways to add value with custom metrics. Uh, but I just want to be clear that, you know, we do a lot of testing and uh, back testing to make sure that we are giving you guys solid sorting metric um, options here. And, you know, we have our Sabre scores, we have regular projected score. We have all of our lineup percentiles, all of these variables that are in Saber score. You could use them in and of themselves, right? So a couple different options for you guys. Uh, like to give you guys optionality here, but if you're interested in custom metrics, uh, those are good starting points. All right. Uh, moving down here. Uh, this is our last question at the moment here from rum runners. So if anybody has any last questions, see more people continuing to trickle in. Hello everybody. Happy Monday. Uh, now is a great time to get those questions in. All right. Question says are umpire stats factored into the Sims and MLB. There are home plate umpires who show a history of 10% plus or minus in run total K's walks, etc. here. Okay. So, this is a good question that I don't know the answer to. So I am going to make a note for myself here of this question, and I will go and ask the models guys and get back to you guys tomorrow on this one. What I can tell you is that, you know, we take into account park factors, you know, um, when Baltimore moves the wall back in the height and, uh, you know, we understand the different ways that, different stadiums play Coors versus, you know, the Mexico games versus, um, you know, other stadiums. Right. So, and we also take into account weather, we take into account temperature, rain, humidity. Um, what are other options here? Wind, wind speed, wind direction. Right. So we're doing a lot based on park factors, environmental factors. I don't know specifically about the umpires. I don't want to mislead anybody here. So that is one that we will circle back to tomorrow. But just want to let you guys know that I will get an answer for that one here. And then Rum Runners, um, I'll address it on the show. But I will also uh, respond to you in the Office Hours channel since you posted it there. Sammy B says, is there a video on making custom metrics? Uh, so great question here. Uh, let's go and find out. So if we... If you guys are ever looking for information here, two really good places to go, right? Which is why this is a good question. And why isn't my screen coming up? Tire screen. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, there we go. Okay, so two really good places to go. One, in SaberSim here, up in the top right under the settings drop down, go to help. And then this will take you to our support library here. 
So I think our support library probably uh, gets a little lost sometimes. But under this frequently asked questions, you can go to view more. And then in the search bar, just type for what you're looking for, right? Uh, try and use as few words as possible here, but I'm just going to type in custom metric. And then this video here looks like it's popping up right away. How to create custom lineup metrics here. This is a video by Jordan, eight minute video. This is probably a great walkthrough about how to do it. So I would check out this video here. This is a great place to go. And then I can just link this in the description uh, for easy access here. And then uh, also on the YouTube channel, right? Go to our homepage. There's a search bar here. And then just type in custom metric and then see what pops up. So looks like I did a demo here a while back. How do I create custom metrics? Um, that looks like the main video here. So I think, I think those two videos should give you a solid starting point. So how do I create custom metrics? And then the how to create custom lineup metrics in our support library. I would check those two out here and go from there. So those are great ways to uh, access things. I could drop this link in the description as well. So let me copy the link for that old office hours video and drop that in the chat as well for easy access. So two good sources for you right there. But great questions. And uh, we are all caught up at the moment. While we wait for any last questions to roll in here, just want to remind you guys, if you guys are not playing over on Owner's Box, would highly recommend taking advantage of our promotion. We partnered with Owner's Box at the beginning of the MLB DFS season. We were the first major optimizer to support contests on Owner's Box here. Uh, what you will find on Owner's Box is a lot of their contests overlay. You can find Contests with reduced rake, no rake, or even contests where by the time the contest starts, your $5 entry is worth more than that. It's worth $5.50, $6, et cetera here, right? So really just depends on how many people fill up those contests. But because they're trying to grow, they size these contests up and they don't always fill. So that's a great opportunity for you to not have to pay rake and to um, start you know, winning percentage points back toward profit right away, right? So if you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, you know, you're paying 10 to 15% rake, right? So people come on the show, hey, I'm breaking even most nights, you know, I'm winning my money back, but I'm not profiting. Well, hey, that means that you are actually winning 10 to 15% and uh, you just need to win more than that to start profiting, right? When you play on owner's box, when you, when you don't have to pay that rake, you start to see that profit sooner. So take advantage of that. That is, uh, you know, contest selection is super important in DFS in 2023 here. And then also the competition is going to be softer on owner's box. Um, prize pools aren't as big and, uh, you know, especially for MLB, right? But as football comes along, right, as NBA comes along, I think that, you know, they're going to get a little more traffic driving to these sites, right? So take advantage of the soft competition while you can. And then also lastly here, when you use promo code Saber or SaberSim, when you sign up, one, you can get up to a $500 deposit bonus. Two, we will track your entry fees for you and you can earn three months of SaberSim just by playing on the site and nothing else. Each time you hit one of these entry fee tiers, our team will reach out to you, let you know you have earned a free month. You can cash in on that right away or you can wait for the next tier. Either way, once you cash in, we will reset your tracking to zero and then you will automatically start earning towards your next free month. There is no limit on the amount of free months you can earn while this promotion lasts. So if you're looking for the sign-up page, it is in the description of this video here. All right, getting back to the show. A couple questions here from Steven. And Steven said, I have great results in the top 10% finishes, but I struggle to differentiate from the lineups that finish in those buckets with me. If I enter a contest, 10,000 entries, I am only are only facing 1,000 for the win. 
how do I better ev evaluate the lineups in my pool that perform better against the top lineups? Okay. So good question here. Uh, to start here, it says I have good results in the top 10% finishes here. So if you're looking at different buckets, right? If you're trying to analyze your results, uh, a great website to do that is Roto Tracker here. Uh, it is a paid service. So you do have to pay for it. I believe they have like a free version up to 750 contests. So if you were to download your contest file from DraftKings and then only do the last 750 entries, you can use it for free until you want to use more entries, right? So just some notes for you guys there. Uh, but but really, right? So when you think of GPPs, uh, you guys have to think about the, the payout structure, right? So the payout structure is not linear. Um, it is it is very, it's not exponential, but it's it's multiplicative, I guess is like uh, the word. It multiplies as as you go up, right? It is not this uh, straight, straight line across, right? So, you know, we, I think there's a golf milli this week where it is 50% to first. There's $2 million in the prize pool and, and, and $1 million to first, right? So that is an incredibly top-heavy contest. You guys got to be really careful when analyzing your contest. But I think that um, 10, top 10% finishes is probably, probably too big of a focus here. I think you'd need to really zoom in on, like, Top of one percent, top 0.1 percent, because that is where the 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 payouts are going to be worth it, right? So DFS is 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 very swingy in nature. You have big swings, and that's because of this payout structure, right? You might go a whole season of losing, and then have one or two big wins that not only win all your losses back, but but you end up being a profitable player, right? So uh, you might end up with a good, solid, positive ROI only from these two wins, right? And and baseball for example right you have 30 to 31 slates a month and that's from april to september with what an all-star break in between so that is april may june july august september six solid months of playing each and every day and it, it can only take you know a couple wins a season to to be the difference between being a winning player and a losing player here uh one of my favorite stories is from nfl season last last season here the 2022-2023 season, we had a user who won a, uh, it was like a two-game playoff slate in like January or like a four-game playoff slate in January. And they posted their win. They said, I lost, I lost money every single week of the NFL regular season. And this win paid for all of those losses. And I have profit and I'm profitable now on the season. And like, that is just like the epitome of, of DFS, right? Like you just grind it out each and every week. You're, you're, you're losing, you're losing, you're losing. And then it just takes that one win to just shoot you back up, cover the losses and then be a profitable player. Right? So that's why we preach bankroll management. That's why we talk so much about the DFS profit plan, which is our contest selection framework. If you guys aren't familiar with it, you can find that on the YouTube channel here, but that's why we, we dedicate resources to those things, right? Like we are spending money and resources to to look into those things to back test those things um to to figure out you know what is the best mix of contests to play on a nightly basis right because it's just it's just so important and it can help you be a profitable player long term here but but getting back to this steven um i i would i would uh focus in more you know go from top 10 percent go down to top one percent go down to 0.1 percent here and then see how you're doing in those buckets here. But if you're trying to get different from the field, uh, one, one of the best things that you can do is, you know, make sure you're using a, a high SIM diversity here. I've, 
I've I've talked with users. I've I've, I've seen users who uh, will will purposefully lower their sim diversity here, and this is just going to make you you know a little bit chalkier, a little bit uh, use average projections a little more here. So just remember that you know the higher the sim diversity, the smaller and smaller buckets of sims we are taking to build your lineups, and then the lower sim diversity, the the more and more sims we are using to build your lineups, right? And the law of large numbers tells us that uh, the the uh, the more times you do an experiment, the closer and closer you are going to come to the to the theoretical probability of that happening, right? So if we have a coin, right, heads tails, uh, 50 50. If we do it 10 times, we might get you know eight and two. We might get nine and one. You don't you don't really know how just 10 instances of this experiment is going to go. But if you do that a thousand times, if you do that a hundred thousand times, uh, you are going to get closer and closer to actual 50-50, which is the mathematical probability, uh, the theoretical mathematical probability, right? So, you know, the 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 more and more sims you use, the closer and closer we're going to get to these average projections that you see in the home screen. And then the smaller and smaller buckets, um, you know, you're going to get different, right? You're your small sample sizes are going to lead to different types of lineups that a traditional optimizer would probably not give you, would probably not spit out. So that's that's a great way of making sure that you are getting different is making sure that you have this sim diversity high here. All right. Uh, We're all caught up with questions here. I know I've made a couple last calls already here, so we'll probably just call it there. But appreciate everybody tuning in as always. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to do this show as long as questions continue to roll in. So one of the best ways uh, that you guys can help me is to post your questions ahead of time, right? If you are building lineups for the main slate, something pops in your head, drop it in the office hours channel, drop it in the YouTube chat on, on the YouTube channel. We schedule the streams for the week. So you can just click into the next show, drop a question in the chat. It'll sit there until the show starts. So that always helps me out guys. Um, until tomorrow, take care. Good luck in your contest. I will see you all 2 PM Eastern. Take care. Bye.